Hello, my name is Beth Mickelson, and today's leadership quote is from Jim Goodnight. Treat employees like they make a difference, and they will. The Leader Assistant Podcast exists to encourage and challenge assistants to become confident, game-changing leader assistants. The Leader Assistant Podcast is brought to you by Goody. If you're starting to think about holiday gifts for your team like I am, Goody is a game changer. They have amazing gifts that people will really love, including brands that give back to charitable causes. As a longtime executive assistant, I've always been nervous about holiday gifting season. But thankfully, Goody's platform lets you send one gift or hundreds at the same time without ever worrying about shipping details. Can I get an amen? With Goody, your gift recipients provide all their shipping info, and they can even swap out your gift for another option if they prefer. It's free to start gifting, and you can get a $20 credit when you sign up. Oh, and if you mention you heard about Goody from the Leader Assistant podcast, Goody will add an extra $10 credit to your account. Go to leaderassistant.com slash Goody to start gifting today. Hey, friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Leader Assistant Podcast. It's your host, Jeremy Burrows, and welcome to episode 192. You can check out the show notes at leaderassistant.com slash 192. And today, I'm very excited to be speaking with Beth Mickelson. Beth has been an assistant for over 20 years in a variety of industries, including law, healthcare, environmental services, and construction. Beth, how's it going? Good, thank you. What part of the world are you in? Boise, Idaho. Awesome. And are you from there or did you transplant to there? I have lived around the country in the United States and I moved from Michigan to Idaho six years ago. Nice. Are you, were you born in Michigan, from Michigan? No, I was actually born in Iowa, but I have lived in Wisconsin, Florida, Seattle, Washington, Iowa, Michigan, and then Boise, Idaho. So quite, quite a mix. Yeah. Which is your uh, favorite uh, place to live so far? You know, Boise is a great place to live, but Seattle's beauty is unmatched. Tell us a little bit about yourself personally. Do you have kids? Do you have cats? Do you have hobbies? I have three grown children and I have been married for over 30 years and I really love to travel. Awesome. Congrats on the over 30 years. That's amazing. Thank you. Uh, so tell us a little bit about how you you know rewind a few years and tell us how you got into the assistant world. Well, I actually did pursue a degree in secretarial science. That's what it was named uh, quite a long time ago. And uh, right out of college, I worked for a law firm. And I also worked for Children's Hospital in Michigan. And then in Southeast Michigan, um, we had moved there. And I then pursued a company or I was, I was recruited by um, a company to just come work in their HR department. And it was an environmental company and they worked around my um, children's school schedule and it was fantastic. 
And eventually in that company, I um, became an executive assistant and I worked for a tremendous vice president who immediately uh, had me work with his executive leadership team and taught me all about environmental health and safety and truly mentored me and grew me and made me so much more in that field. And I was doing metrics and large projects and permitting, and it was tremendous. But in 2014, uh, the company was sold to a company that was based out of Boise, Idaho. And so I worked remotely for a new VP in Boise, Idaho. And my previous VP walked out the door and he took the payout from um, the acquisition. So the new VP in Boise, Idaho, he would call me every single morning on his way to work and we would do a rundown of the day's events and decisions that he needed to be that, that he needed to make. And um, it was a tremendous opportunity. I was so thankful for it. He could have let me go after the acquisition, but he didn't. And he would fly me out to Boise, Idaho occasionally to work on projects with his own leadership team and uh, truly was a mentor as well. And uh, about a year and a half after I started working for him remotely, he was in Boise, I was in Michigan. Hmm. He recommended me to the president of the company. And uh, I was so grateful for that. And uh, the president did call me. And he said, Beth, I need a new assistant, but there's only one catch. You have to move to Boise. You can't stay in Michigan. Hmm. And so I uh, went home that day and talked to my husband. And I said, "Um, the president called me today and he'd like me to come work for him. But there's only one stipulation. We need to move out to Boise. And my husband and I had been married about 25 years at that point. And my husband is tremendous. And he said, Beth, you said yes, right? (laughs) And I said, well, I wanted to ask you. And he said, Beth, you know what? You have moved around for my career for almost 25 years. And this time I want to do this for you. So he quit his job and we moved our family out to Boise, Idaho in 2016. And I started working for the president of this environmental company. And it was transformational. And I learned so much because um, at that point, I truly sat at the executive leadership team table. And I really felt like I was sitting with subject matter experts, interdisciplinary or multidisciplinary. And they were, it was like a mini MBA sitting at that executive leadership team table. I saw so many presentations. I grew so much. It was amazing. Mm. There was only one thing, though. The president, um, at first, we didn't have a great relationship. And it was the first time in my career that that it happened. And it became very hurtful. I'm, I'm afraid there were some hurtful things said. And I actually reached out to you, Jeremy, by email, and I just wanted counsel. I just had never experienced it before. I'd always been loved everywhere I went. I was in shock. But you know, I just, um, in the end, um, I just said I was going to stick with this guy, and I was going to give him my very best no matter what. 
and I was going to make him look good. I was going to speak well of him everywhere. I was going to just make him look fabulous. And after a couple of years, uh, the relationship changed and he just gave me more and more opportunity. And uh, it was a transformational 180 degree difference truly in our relationship. I was just so thankful for that transformation. And I mean, in the, in this last year, it's the greatest story ever because um, in uh, this last year in February, um, my company was, we had to announce um, that we were being sold. COVID was really, really awful on our company. And we actually put ourselves under cost preservation to just um, protect our financials. We were publicly owned, but yet um, our stock price had fallen in half. And therefore we had to announce that we were going to sell. And so I went um Along with the executive leadership team, we did due diligence for the buyer for three weeks straight. We we closed our doors. We went under lockdown. We worked really long days to produce all the due diligence that the buyer requested. We worked with our, our advisors in Manhattan to produce all this data. That alone was tremendous. It was a huge experience for me. I have no regrets, but it was terribly sad because by that point, um, cumulative, I had worked for the company for 17 years and I was totally sold out for that company. And, um, so we announced on February 9 and we could not obviously tell our employees until the day of, and, um, I was put in charge of all internal and external communications. As far as the coordination was concerned, we had hired some consultants, but I worked hand in hand with, um, our buyers as far as those communications and issuing the press release and arranging the webinars and, you know, all the documentation, the, the, um, announcement to our employees. Mm-hmm. So it was just, Uh, A really great opportunity, but very, very sad to announce to our employees because we had created a culture of teamwork in our company, and we really believed in linking arms to make that company successful. By that time, we were 3,600 employees. So uh, we announced, and um, then I was put on the integration team for communications with the buyer. And then on uh, beginning of May, we officially closed the books and we sold. And uh, to make a long story short, uh, I was not kept with that company. I was because I worked for the CEO, uh, I was cut. And so my CEO went to bat for me. And he, uh, when he knew that I was going to be cut, he sent out an email to all his fellow presidents in the area and said, I have a great assistant. I'd like to recommend her. But I didn't know he had sent out that email. And um, I actually, he had given me, he had uh, given out my personal email address, but I didn't know that he had promoted that. And so I started getting a flood of email inquiries from, from presidents in the area that, that wanted to, 
um, that wanted to interview me. And um, just looking back at the fact that our relationship had started out poorly, but then it had totally turned around and now he was recommending me and he wrote the recommendation letter of the century. And I was just so thankful um, that, you know, I hadn't given, given up that I had remained faithful and I learned so much along the way. So anyway, yeah, I, of, of the inquiries, I interviewed with a bunch and I chose a new president whose culture I completely believe in and matched uh, the culture that we had instilled at the company that I just left. And uh, this new president is just, um, he has totally given me already tremendous opportunity and I've only been there seven weeks. Wow. So it has been quite a journey. Um, but I have to say that if there's one piece of advice is um, do it, just do the right thing. No matter what, I did draw the line in the sand um, at times, and I think that that's important too. But remaining, um, just keeping your dignity and remaining a professional and giving your best, no matter what the circumstance, hmm. I think that's important. Wow, Beth, thank you for sharing that. So, what? Let's talk practical for a minute. What's maybe, you know, when you reached out to me and you're like, oh, this is this is difficult. What do I do? What's maybe one or two things that helped you persevere and say, you know what, I'm going to stick with with the situation and and give it a chance. Are you ready to elevate your career in 2024? I'm Maggie Olson, founder of Nova Chief of Staff Certification, the first of its kind online course for aspiring and existing chiefs of staff. With curriculum taken directly from on-the-job responsibilities, Nova's self-paced learning modules provides you with hands-on experience so you can feel competent and confident moving into a chief of staff style role. It's the perfect next step for executive assistants. Head to leaderassistant.com slash Nova to learn more, grab the syllabus and enroll today. You know, I loved the company so much. I loved my coworkers. There were tremendous colleagues in the company. I felt that that was um, worth pursuing. I felt I could learn a lot through the experience. Um, I was already learning so much just working for a president um, so I felt like there was a learning curve that was beneficial to me. And I also felt like, you know what, anyone who follows me, I want to set a standard too for this position. I, and I felt like I'm not going to leave until I leave well. Hmm. <laughs> so that's yeah. right. Yeah. So was there a moment that things kind of shifted and started looking up or, or a scenario or anything that you can pinpoint? I think that, um, I think that he probably noticed that I was faithful no matter what. 
Um, I think that even though, you know, our relationship was difficult at times, I think he could see that. I think that I saw an interesting curve when I made a video about his 15-year career with the company. And I dug everywhere for pictures, history, asked his colleagues for his favorite songs, and I surprised him. So, um, yeah, I created a video about his 15-year history. Hmm. Yeah. So it shows that, or you showed him that, you know, you were paying attention and that you valued the journey that he had been through. Yeah. And I think, you know, he, he just, uh, he just became the best boss ever through it all. Hmm. And I'm thankful for that. That's awesome. Well, let's, let's talk about a couple of things. I'm looking at your, your story on LinkedIn and you do a great job of filling in a lot of blanks as far as the different things that you were a part of and the different uh, initiatives that you were a part of. So, you know, for example, a couple of things that stood out were, you know, it says trained hundreds of employees on software, including senior leadership. Give us, give us a little bit of insight to that. Like what was the software you were training them on? How did you end up getting into that role or that position where you were the one training the team on this, that said software. Thank you. So, you know, it was such a funny thing. Um, One of the VPs that I worked for taught me SharePoint. And at first I remember when I was introduced to it, I felt like it was such a different way of thinking. And that was years ago. And I love tech. And so I, kind of taught myself a lot of the apps in Office 365, not just SharePoint. And I just, I started getting asked about things. And so I just started doing webinars and it was all different crowds. And then I started building SharePoint portals in the company. And I have, I've built so many And it was just increased efficiency in our company. It was everything. It was um, intranet. It was reporting, a multitude of things. And so really kind of became an expert on that, but also just really a lot of the Office 365 apps. And I still love it. And I'm still learning because Microsoft is always rolling things out there. Mm -hmm. So I'm still learning all the time. But uh, now what's exciting in this new company, um, they did not have knowledge of Office 365 and SharePoint at all. Not really. They had started using Teams, but they really didn't know anything about it. So they are like so excited that I'm going to be building SharePoint portals for them and I'm starting the whole webinar life with them in November and teaching them. And I'm excited to open up the door to them. It's exciting. What's one of your maybe use cases for something in Office 365, where whether it's, you know, Word or OneNote or Teams or whatever? What's one of your favorite use cases 
for the software that specifically helps you in your role as an assistant and or maybe that you've seen other assistants use it to help them? You know, it's such a universe, the whole platform, but I would have to say the biggest thing for an assistant is that many people can be in a document at the same time. So you send out a link and everyone gets in there and everyone works on it at the same time. You're not passing things around. That's awesome. In addition, there's versioning. So you can recall a previous version in case something is messed up in life. And so it is just, that is probably the single most thing, but there are many, many things in the platform that are amazing. Hmm. And have you done much, it sounds like you've been in the Microsoft environment for a while. Have you done much in the Google, um, you know, professional environment? I wish I had. And I think that you do, Jeremy. So I'd love to get a webinar. From you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, I have watched, um, of course, I use Gmail, but that's not the same. Um, I have watched one webinar um, of the suite there. And I, I would love to learn that because I've heard it's very similar. And I've heard Google is a pretty tough competitor yeah. to Microsoft. Yeah, well, personally, I've been in, in Google for so long that I don't even know if I would take a job that would require me to switch to Microsoft, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, there there's some similarities to both in their workspace or, work, or you know, office suite uh, software, but I personally like Google, so. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, okay, so Beth, there are hundreds, probably thousands of assistants actually that will listen to this conversation. What's one thing that you'd like to leave with or, or encourage or challenge uh, assistants listening today? You know, I have to say that uh, like so many have mentioned before me, you are valued and you speak at every level of the organization and you have uh, the ability to change lives and impact others. And I would have to say that no matter what, remain the professional, no matter what the circumstance. Hmm. Awesome. And what would you say is maybe a key characteristic or how would you define what you see and what you, what you feel being professional means in general for, for assistance? So uh, we as assistants probably deal with a lot of personalities <laughs> every <laughs> single day. And so some people are not at their best and how you respond reflects your professionalism. Hmm. So um, I have a, a saying I often uh, I say to others uh, when you're faced with something that's a little difficult when someone says something to you and you feel like responding quickly back don't do it practice the pause think about it before you respond when someone's not appropriate so practice the pause hmm. love it practice the pause 
This would be the name of my next book. No. <laughs> <laughs> or the name of your book, Beth. That's what that's what you need to do. Write a book called Practice Pause. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much uh, for sharing your story. And again, you know, I put a call out on LinkedIn to say, hey, does anybody want to be on the show? You sent me a message and, you know, that's not an easy thing to do. It takes courage and uh, it's risky to put yourself out there. So I appreciate you and your career and what you've done uh, with your executives you've worked with and the teams you've worked with and how you've led well throughout your journey. And thanks for sharing your story. Thank you, Jeremy, for this time. Please review on Apple Podcasts. GoBullows.com